Hey, y'all. Welcome to Truth Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. And I'm Michelle. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, Em. How you doing, girl? What's up? It's Friday. Holla. The weekend. <laughs> Holla. Girl, you know, you know we got to give the people the well, though. You know they got to hear well, the well. Well, We're going to give them a lot of music this month. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know, judging by M's well, just that it's going to be a good episode. Well, so. well, well, well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And y'all know I'm hyped because it's Friday. Emma's on the mic. And y'all will never guess who we also have the table right now. Oh, yes. Christina's not here, but she's with us in spirit. Y'all know. But we never leave y'all without a third person at the table. Mm -hmm. And I am so hyped. And I know Michelle is hyped, too. Uh, It is our honor uh, to bring to you. Nabil Ince, also known as So Chill. Hey, So Chill. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How y'all feeling? Good. Good, good, good. So happy. So hype. Y'all, let me tell you a little bit more about So Chill. And I'm going to really, at the end, I'm going to show y'all how you know him. All right. (laughs) You know him, but you don't know you know him. Okay. So. also known as So Chill, uh, is an artist originally from Columbia, Maryland, who has been in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area for the past few years. Piano is his first love, playing since he was six years old. However, So Chill also loves writing, composing, and producing music, largely influenced by pillars of Black music. Yes, sounds of Blackness. Yes. Uh, in 2018, he graduated from Co- uh, Covenant College with a Bachelor's of Art in Jazz Piano. He currently functions as the program director for a children's music education nonprofit called East Lake Expression Engine and continues to build towards his own music career. His music can be found on all streaming platforms and more about So Chill's work can be found at www.sochill.com. Welcome to the table, So Chill. What's good? I appreciate Yay. y'all. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, I'm telling y'all, okay, look, y'all have known of So Chill's musicianship from the very start. The very, very. Because the very first time you ever heard Truth Table, you heard the theme music, and So Chill made that for us. He created it from top to bottom, y'all. So you heard that song right before this episode even dropped, okay? So he's responsible for that theme music. We get your emails, we get your tweets about how much you love it, and we got the man here. Yes! (laughs) So, you know, So Chill, why don't I start off with that? Usually we start off with another question, but how did you come up with the theme song for Truth Table? How? Yeah. Before it even existed. I mean, you came up with it. I know. Before we recorded, he hadn't heard an episode yet. It was like, oh, yeah. Black woman, I got you. That's basically what his text was. For real. How did you come up with it? Please tell us. Yeah. Michelle, hit me up. Big shout, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) And so when she described the the concept of the show, I rocked away heavy, and, mm. and so I, I don't know. I just went to to write a song, and the the underlying heart behind, like the initial inspiration, was basically the feeling that I have when I'm in the presence of black women. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I don't know. I wanted to make a make a sound that was super joyful, but super real, but had some bounce to it. 
And <laughs> I played those three chords and I was like, okay, let me let me go ahead and follow this idea. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's and from there it kind of took off and the organ, I felt like the organ was crucial. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of built it around there. And I wanted a really solid melodic line that a horn could play. And so yes. little by little it got built to yeah, <laughs> what you hear before the episode. I love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> I love the lyricism. Um, what I love about the song is that you can feel even before the lyrics break in. And I know our listeners have heard the lyrics just a few times, but I wonder if you can run down um, the different versions. So we started out with one verse and then you added a vamp later as the show began to progress. But I would love to know what you were feeling when you were writing just spitting that that initial like the refrain piece it's like yeah. i got something to say right, um, right and there's also narrative in it right i've seen this i've been through that how are you yeah. feeling when you give us yeah, a rundown of the lyrics right. okay I'm yeah going. okay mm-hmm. so the lyrics are um i've been working all night i've been working all day hey eh? eh. the, and then eh. i done heard a lot of things i done felt a lot of pain hey eh? hey eh. eh. yes. eh. and then um I can see okay. it in your face. Yeah, I know you feel the same. Mm-hmm. So don't come for me, cause I got something to say. <laughs> and so, hey. yeah, hey, I was, <laughs> that's true. That's what's up. That's what's I was hoping it would be. Um, and yeah, it's 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 that. Like I, I've been working all night. I've been working all day. Like on the grind. Just there is there are there is work to get done because mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is not as it ought. And so wow. it's that. And then, yeah, I done seen a lot of things. I done felt a lot of pain. Just real real talk, I guess, real talk that, mm-hmm. that stems from, you know, the conversations that I've had with, with Black women mm. and just hearing the stories and trying to understand mm-hmm. that specific struggle. And so don't come for me. <laughs> I got something yes. to say. Listen to black women. So that yes. I just feel like yes. all that encapsulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I came up. Yeah. That's the lyric. That's the lyric story. Yeah. And, yeah. and we heard, I mean, for us, we just heard that so deeply in this sense of the major pieces one, of Black womanhood, but two, of experiencing Black womanhood in very particular places. So when I heard, Mm -hmm. look, I can see it in your face. Um, Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about, well, Baldwin even says that the way that so many Black people approach living in America, being surrounded by white supremacist notions is as a mother who looks down knowingly at children Mm -hmm. that just don't get it yet. Mm -hmm. And that is for so many black women, especially black women of faith, what feeds us and sustains us in the stories of scripture is often something that um, folks who identify outside of blackness and outside of black womanhood, they aren't able to see because of our distance from access to the center, the central white patriarchy that controls even the church. And that spoke to me so deeply that um, we can see it in people's faces that there are so many structures deteriorating us, but we finna say it for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Don't come for us. (laughs) (laughs) Even though they tried. 
man. Um, so, Nabil, you want to see if you can spit some for us? You want to, like, just give our listeners a live, like, like an unplugged. An unplugged. <laughs> True yes. table unplugged. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> see if it'll work. Okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we can hear it. I got something to say. Hey. Mm, yeah. Am I supposed to be singing right now? I love that song. So just, it's so good. Oh my God. When he does it live. Did you throw in like some verses? Didn't you throw in like a rap? You actually threw in like some oh, lines. I did. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> when, we, when we did it I mean, live, was full, it an LDR yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like full, two whole entire verses just spitting. I was weeping. Okay. I was, I, I was spitting. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something, there's something different that I wrote for the, for the theme song. That was like a mashup of two songs that I wrote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I could okay. do that if you want. Um, oh. Uh, yes. What do you mean, yes. do we want? <laughs> do it. You in the center. You on the table. This is the place. Okay. The place. <laughs> okay. So this is like the truth, the truth table hook with this song called What is Life? Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say. Mm. Said I've been working all night. I've been working all day. Gotta heard a lot of things. I done felt a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know you feel the same. Yeah, I know you feel the same. Uh. So don't come for me. Cause I got something to say. Uh. I'm just a dream in the mind of any guana. Without the MVP, would be that many you gotta. See my reality, and I really love my mama. And never shirts and need models. Akuna Matata, I'm out of dollars. I need some product. Pick a pick of some karma. Stick up with the kumladas. Never pledging, I'm off Look, I'm out in Georgia. But we right on the border. Borders, they dictate order. They see Greek not important. They saw I'm chilling. Never tripping. Catch me with the homies feeling benefit. Benefit. Cause we stacking all these riches. Loyalty, humility. Confidence, you feeling me. Still, if you ain't feeling me, won't make you an enemy. What happened to your smile, my dear? It was the sweetest image that one can ever hear. It was the coolest picture that one can ever fear. My mind is in the trance. My heart is drawn near. Yeah. Said I've been working all night. I've been working all day. I done seen a lot of things. I done felt a lot of pain. Hey, I can see it in your face. Yeah, I know you feel the same. So don't come for me. Cause I got something, something to say. To say. <laughs> yes. oh, thank you. I love it. Beautiful. And then we got together in Knoxville, and you were like, "Hey, what about if we add this thing?" We start jamming. Yeah. I can't see and eat a video. We were like, um, "What's the uh, That's cool. It's like. First, it started with la la, so like yeah. la 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 la. Oh, 
Say if you wanting somebody to sit down and tell you the truth, sit right here at the table. We don't got some tea here for you. Say if you wanting somebody to sit down and tell you the truth, sit right here at the table. We don't got some tea here for you. Uh. <laughs> Okay, I can't wait till y'all make that like an actual thing so folks can buy gonna... it. Cause no, cause people have asked. <laughs> I love it. I can so wait. good. <laughs> it's coming. Oh my it's gosh. coming. I love yeah. it. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, Socho. Okay, so talk to us. Tell us. Just how did we even? How did you get to this point where you are just, just, just an amazing uh, musician, artist? I mean, talk to us about your background um, and and your own love for music and and how it shaped you and you know, brought you to this point. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So my my <laughs> parents signed me up for piano lessons mm-hmm. when I was six. <laughs> so that's my introduction into music. Piano is like my mm. first love and. Um, I consider myself like a keys player at heart, no matter mm. what else I do. And so, yep, <laughs> started playing piano, took lessons, uh, started off with classical training. And then my dad's a pastor. And so it came time to basically help out with music at the church. And so I transitioned from classical training to more learning by ear and trying to play by ear. Mm. So that was quite a transition. Um, and yeah, so that was around 11. And so I've been playing piano ever since. And hip hop came in around middle school. Uh, mm-hmm. Drake was my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what? I literally used to like take his beats and like and his flow. And it, it was really just an outlet for me to, to get off what was on my chest. Uh, uh, just uh-huh. about life and whatnot. Um, and then I'd say high school, those two worlds kind of collided. To where I was tired of, I was tired of getting. I used to rip beats off of YouTube, and it was a very cookie cutter arrangement, like hook mm-hmm. sixteen bars, hook sixteen bars. Like I want more control over mm. that process, and so I started producing. Um, and around the same time, I had gotten saved, and so the initial, I guess, outworking of all of that craziness going on was um, a sound really influenced by Fred Hammond and gospel, Kirk Franklin. We used to listen to uh, gospel on Saturdays, doing the chores. Um, but I was also very aware of kind of the Christian hip hop scene going on. Yeah, yeah. And being such a young Christian, uh, I was really hungry for that scene in a way. Um, mm. So I started listening to Chivaraka, Lecrae, Propaganda, John Gibbs, like all these different people. Um, and so, yep, <laughs> that's like my story and to where I am now. And I'm just trying to grow and add to my sound. It's very gospel influenced. I took yeah. jazz lessons in college. And so there's a lot of jazz going on as well. Yeah, and, there's um, a lot. Um, when I listen to your music, it's... um. I, well, I am now, I am the non-musical person here. So let's just put that out there on the table. <laughs> It's hard for me to classify uh, uh, your your music. It's like it seems like you cross you know <laughs> genres, and it's funny when yeah. I listen to your music. It somewhat reminds me of Gold Link, mm, but yeah. uh, 
not explicit version of Goldlink. And so, and so I'm like, I'm where, I'm curious about what your favorite genres are. Uh, we know that you love jazz and just, I'm curious about how that factors into your music. Yeah. Um, man, jazz, jazz is becoming the thing that gets me up in the morning <laughs> because it's wow. such a world of, of, it's like never ending exploration music, understanding music and understanding the way harmony works and melody and arrangement. Um, so jazz is, I'm attaching to jazz a lot. And I feel like with jazz as the foundation, any other music, I could take music any right. other way. Um, right. Just cause yeah, a lot of the same ideas are found in other genres. Um, so yeah, jazz, it's jazz. <laughs> jazz, jazz, that's the foundation. Uh, point for you. <laughs> so you're on kind of a, a journey and exercise right now. I like to call it almost like a devotional practice. I feel like jazz <laughs> is one of your sweethearts. And um, that's one of the ways that we connected, like in friendship and even talking yeah. about the difference between instrumental artistry and vocal artistry. Um, what is it? What has it been like the past couple of weeks um, taking your kind of your weekly like dose of a song and deconstructing <laughs> it, putting it back together. Tell us about that exercise. That's so important for yeah. lifelong learners, you know? It, yeah. It's, it's been really fun um, to just take some time. And uh, James Ward, he was my piano teacher and he talks about playing a song like an old friend. And that's how I look at it. Like I'm getting to know this song, the ins and outs of it. Uh, how the melody moves, how the chords move. And so it just gives me a time to like focus, um, focus my energy on one thing um, to try to get it really good so that I could take it and I could play it in public if I wanted to, um, and to just know it. And so all the, all the songs are devices for improvisation. So I'm still working on improvisation and my mm -hmm. understanding of theory. So they're, it's all wrapped up so I can, I can still grow in that way, but to just focus on one song has been fun. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, I don't know, like, you know, at the end of the year to just look back and say, okay, boom, boom, this song, this song, and just mm -hmm. track the growth. Yeah. Um, Do you ever compose off of like, um, you're thinking about the songs that you're concentrating on. What's your composition process? Because I know that, pretty consistently you are performing live but yeah. you're also <laughs> recording pretty consistently <laughs> so how does your composition process fit into both of the elements of live performance and yeah. thinking about what you're going to record hmm. yeah that's a great question <laughs> um. <laughs> You're like, I love how you just, you just do, you just sit down and it, and there's like flow and you're like, oh, yeah. am I in front of people or not? I don't know. I'm a flow. <laughs> yeah. I it's definitely, to me, songs, songs never, never die. You know, I'm not, I'm always looking for a new arrangement to do a song. And mm. so that informs my recording process because I know whatever I make, I'm going to use it to bounce off into another idea for the live performance. Um, and so I really try to hit, I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't like consciously say, okay, now I gotta do this. Now I gotta do that. But mm -hmm. at the end of a song, I know it's, I know I'm feeling good about it. If the groove is really dope, like it hits your heart, mm -hmm. um, it has a really nice hook, either melodically or rhythmically or both. That's, 
that just gets you. <laughs> yes. um, and obviously the verses have to be on point. And then the overall arrangement of the tune from from when the introduction hits to the end, how do I take the listener on this journey through this idea that's been in my head? Mm. Um, and so I think the arrangements always are growing because I'm always growing as a musician mm. and I'm always, you know, just learning new things. And so I'm like, oh, I could apply this idea to this song. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like no matter what the recorded version is, if you come to a show, you're going to hear a different version of it. Um, yeah. It's because yeah. there's ideas that are now in my head that weren't when I made the song. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. my process and how it translates to the live stage. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. ever evolving. And you spend a lot of time around children, around like, you know, yes. the, the babies <laughs> who are constantly teaching grown-ups yes. and growing ups, all kinds of things. How how does the process of teaching impact yeah. you as an artist and what give us yeah. a rundown of what expression engine is first of all i think a lot of our listeners right, would be yeah, fascinated to know more about yeah. expression engine yeah for sure okay so expression engine is this program in chattanooga tennessee we're in the east lake neighborhood mainly um and so it's it's mainly k through five um but we're trying to grow as the students grow so that you know that's going to expand because Kids are getting into fifth grade now. Yeah, <laughs> They're right, going to middle right. school. <laughs> um, so that's so that's the, the and the concept is essentially surrounding these kids in a gospel centered environment mm. and teaching them music. Using music is important. Like we're striving for musical excellence and we're trying to teach these kids music, but it's really with the bigger goal of developing the little human being and um, surrounding them with gospel love. <laughs> And obviously, we're trying to teach them, but they are teaching us every day. Um, and so that's an exciting process to see. It's really humbled me and has also, I've also been able to see in practice. And at my school at Covenant, they always talked about uh, using your gifts, not selfishly, but for service. Yeah. And it's just a really practical way to see how. When you use your gift, like music is a gift, being able to play music is a gift. And so when you use it to serve, how it's mutually beneficial, um, even though you're going to serve, they end up serving you in deeper ways almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's Expression Engine. And yeah, I having to teach a kid something, it's hard <laughs> because um, I forget all the little steps that that... I learned throughout my own journey of playing the piano um, and learning music and learning how to read music. And so they're teaching me how to almost not slow it down, but uh, remember the the little steps that it takes to get to the bigger concepts that we're trying to teach them. Um, But the kids are super gifted. And so it's fun to play around with call and response things. And their ears are really strong. so it's a it's a really powerful powerful place to see God work 
Yeah. And it seems like God is bringing you full circle in ways, you know, because you, your parents put you in piano lessons when you were six and now you are yes. now uh, uh, <laughs> serving and teaching yeah. the babies. Yes. <laughs> I came to music around that, that same age. So I think that's just, uh, just a testament to how good our God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how you, you mentioned uh, uh, that, about serving people. You know, with yeah. your own musical gift, which I think is very um, unique uh, way to think about it, which actually reminds me of stewardship. Um, and mm. I'm curious about how your own faith informs uh, your own uh, approach to music, uh, to performing your music outside of yeah. the church, um, and yeah. just kind of what you've, uh, how you uh, even conceptualize the sacred secular divide, or or do you even think about it in that? in that category at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Music to me, um, it's so broad and the sacred secular divide to me has always been tricky because, you know, I watched what, well, first, first what show did in terms of yeah mm-hmm. breaking out, trying to break out of that CHH bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, with the Obviously Talented 10th, that album? Right. Is that what you think? Yes, yes mm-hmm. with the Talented 10th. But I mm-hmm. also watched interviews that he did leading up to the Talented 10th. Like he was talking about this concept of trying to take it to a new space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I followed that, and that was like super influential on me. But I saw the backlash that that had in the Lecrae, the same <laughs> backlash. <laughs> and so that kind of that kind of made me take a step back from, um, you know, this conversation of, Am I a Christian artist or mm. just an artist that's a Christian? Um, and so, but I don't think I really think about it in that terms anymore. To me, yeah. music just opens doors for conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to have conversations with every kind of person, yeah. <laughs> you know, because so, I find that people from different backgrounds, I don't know, they, they, they give you a perspective that you never thought about. And so... Um, all that to say, like, I work with anybody who makes music, <laughs> you know, um, and, and so, yeah, that's, so that's the sacred secular divide. Mm-hmm. That was the other part of the, of the question. Yeah, about your faith and just kind of like how yeah. that even informs, you know, your approach to your music. I think I love, our listeners would love to hear that. Yeah, um, I mean, God to me is so vast. Mm-hmm. And so. The idea of a gift and having this gift and understanding almost the responsibility that comes with this gift, it informs how I interact with the gift, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's a it's it's really an honor and a privilege and almost thanks to people in my life speaking into my life, like a responsibility to develop it and to mature it and to and to um yeah, to, to mature it and Make sure that it grows into what it could be. This I'm, I, I recognize my youth, <laughs> and right, so I, right. I just I want to I want to make sure that I steward the gift in a way that that glorifies God, that brings God glory. Hmm. Um, and like I don't want I don't want my story to be a story of one who had a gift but it, it was wasted. Wow. Um, hmm. And so that so I take that very seriously. Um, that responsibility very seriously. And so when I go to write music, I just go off of 
I don't know, stories that I've heard my mm-hmm. life. I can only talk about my life. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so that's why I also, that's another reason why surrounding myself with different people is important um, because I recognize that, you know, music speaks. Mm. That's why I want to make sure that I'm speaking intelligently and accurately. Um, sometimes I might talk about, I, I could write a praise song talking about how good God is yeah. because. I can testify to how good God is. Come on. Um, But I might also write a song about like a tough issue that I'm going through. Like nothing to me is is off limits, is out of bounds Mm. because life is life. Like I I can only talk about what I see and be honest about what I see. Um, So yeah, that's (laughs) that's how faith. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm, it's, I love that. I think it's an ever process. It is. And I think what's beautiful about being able to glorify God through music is that you don't have to just say, Jesus, 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 right? right. <laughs> and I think what I love about your music is that it's just woven in there, you know, uh, pretty much pretty seamlessly. You know, I love uh, the Freedom Ave album. Hey, One of my yes. favorites <laughs> was dropped last year, 2017. Y'all yeah. go get your live, go listen yeah. and go cop it. Um, but one of my favorite tracks on there actually is uh, P. B and J. Oh my gosh. So this is a selfish que- question for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But can you talk to us about it? And maybe we can actually we'll probably uh play a little bit of it. We'll we'll add it into this uh, episode. We'll do that. Um but yeah. can you uh we'll play for our listeners and then uh you can explain it to us. Some P, B, and J, then I'll eat a bunch of P, B, and J. Heard them say, 
just talk, explain the concept of that song and yeah, and just how you came up with, I love that song. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, this conversation about arrangement and writing music, sometimes a groove will come to me, sometimes chords will come to me. Mm. And so this was a song where um, the harmonies came first and it was originally to a different groove. And I was just at the piano trying to find the thing and it almost came to me. And so the chords were made first. That was the first mm. installment of the idea. And then the hook came later and I was literally just laying in my bed. I just started singing like, I just want some P, B, and J. Then I ate a bunch of P. So it was, I don't know, it almost came. It was natural. I really love peanut butter and jelly. It's a great sandwich. <laughs> My favorite sandwich. Um, but there's there's also like a metaphorical level to it as well. Mm. Um, and so I didn't realize that until after. Like originally I was just <laughs> making a song about P, B, and J. Right, right. Um, and so I took the chords, the original chords, and I and I put it to the groove of I just want some P B and J. Mm-hmm. Then I gave a bunch of P B and J, which was a different feel. And so from there, I just I don't know, it kind of grew from there. And I got the chance to write a bunch of music over spring break in tw- in 2016. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that idea was able to develop and grow um, to where the song is now with with the hooks and kind of you know the dynamics of the song shift over time and it and it builds to this like really uh i'll call it a hard driving solo section at the end um and so yes that's pb and j i love doing it live because people people start to catch on (laughs) and so we can sing together I think it's great and brilliant. And I was like, I know there's a deeper meaning to this. I bet, but I'm probably just not getting it, but I love it. So- <laughs> That's so best. Yeah. So yeah, you just sometimes. went to, you were in Indiana for a bit. Um, yeah. Where else have you been? I mean, college is like okay. just finished. This <laughs> just finished like two seconds ago. Right, right. And yeah. like every time I text you, where you at? I'm on the road. So what is, <laughs> what is your calendar like? People want you. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, wow. Yeah. I Okay. Well, I was, I was in Indy because I'm I'm trying to like set up my post-grad situation. Right. Like, right. School's not <laughs> a part of the puzzle. Right. Um, and so I'm doing these residencies throughout this year and then next year, basically trying to go to a city for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and live life and meet people and just you know, hear stories and learn Mm -hmm. and then have music flow out of that. Um, And so, yeah, I was in Indy and I'm headed to St. Louis. Yeah! Um, (laughs) And a couple other cities. So it's it's a combination of that. Um, And I'm still trying to figure it out because, yeah, graduation was two seconds ago. (laughs) But um, a combination of that and in my work here in Eastlake at Expression Engine teaching the kids mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, form where this program goes over the next couple of years. And yeah. so it's it's that. <laughs> That's my work these days. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. And always listening to new music, old music, always building a playlist, always like yes. going back and forth. Yes. Like this tune today, <laughs> this tune tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, Michelle, send me all the tunes. Yes. <laughs> send me all the tunes so we can play all the oh, tunes my together. Gosh. Yes. It is. Uh, I cannot wait to live that dream. Nabil and I will be performing in St. Louis in August. And I'm like, hey. oh, it is. <laughs> Goal is actual. Oh, that's gonna be it. great. <laughs> all that's of the Z's. All the Z's. So we have a playlist rocking, but uh, so chill. Yeah. What would you say if our listeners were thinking, "Hmm, I need to build a playlist for Black Music Month"? Mm-hmm. Um, drop some ideas. Give us a couple ideas of your favorite tunes that are original to you that you recommend they check out. But what other tunes do you think say? music for for blackness for like what what would you even do like in the month of june who are you listening to in the world of black music um what would how would you recommend we build our playlist for black music month yeah i definitely think black music (laughs) is an international conversation Mm -hmm. um and so first speaking for the states obviously Mm -hmm. you gotta go gospel you gotta go Negro spiritual. You gotta go R and B. You gotta go some hip hop. Yeah. You gotta go blues. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and there's, you know, there's legends in all of that, in all of those yeah. areas. Um, and then I have Trinidadian roots, yes. and so I've been exposed yes, to calypso, and I would even look up like steel drum arrangements of things, mm. just because it's cool what they're doing up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I was blessed to like grow up around friends from West Africa. And so I would oh, delve right. into that as well. And so I don't know, like anywhere black music is happening, hmm. I would search. So maybe maybe one week go with the States, another week go with, you know, uh, a Caribbean, an island feel, mm. um, you know, mix it up and yeah, dive it. in. Yeah, He's like, like you do it around. That's right. Like you do with your own music. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? So she will tell me, us, who you're listening to right now and yeah. who on your dream list of people you like to collaborate with, who, oh, who, who are those Ooh, Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Okay. Sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm listening right now. Right now, my listening is a lot of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um. This week specifically, Monk. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm listening to a lot of jazzers. And I've been trying to listen to the hip-hop legends. I'm listening to an Outkast album yes. right now. Yes. Um, which album? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not speaking my language now. That's right. Which, that's right. which album? Which album? <laughs> Hold on, let me check. You said, let me, let me, let me pick it up. AT Aliens. Um, let's see. Aquemini. Uh, uh, Yes, yeah, Aquemini. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. Oh, no, no. It's Idlewild. It's Idlewild. Oh, Idlewild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the soundtrack for them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> Starting myself with hip-hop and jazz mostly right now. Um, and then Michelle's playlist. <laughs> <laughs> She has she all about the a TT Black Music Month playlist. I was like, Michelle's gonna make that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Yes. 
That's how we bond. It's good. It's so good. Now, who who do you want to work with? Who are you like? Yes, that is a good question. That yeah, a lot of people. Um, I went over a chance, the rapper. Mm, I he, he had a big influence on me uh, because I never heard like gospel sounds uh, in hip hop the way he did it yeah. in, as a rap. And so that just changed the way I looked at producing music. Um, so I love to work with him because I feel like he has chords in his music. Um, and who else? Let's see. Corey Henry, um, Kamazi Washington. Mm. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, um, on the more, I guess, instrumental side of things. Um, who else? I don't know. Those are a few off the top. Sweet. Sweet. Yes. One thing I love about working with Nabil is that serious, like there are so many musicians that don't take vocal art seriously. And mm. as the vocalist who will literally stand beside the keyboard and be like, mm, do that. <laughs> and like, that is not at all me saying notes. Um, Nabil's like, cool. Yeah, I can actually do that. And he <laughs> Y'all, y'all got to see them like jam together. It's just like crazy. It's like it's it's just it's like I don't even know how to explain it. It's like magic happening. So it's real like they got their own language, y'all. I love it. It's just like they just be vibing off each other. Like they ain't even say nothing, and they just go. So <laughs> we don't need language when you have sound. That's like, yeah, for real though. Yes, for real. It's so good. It's so good. It is so good. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what. I've, I neglected to tell y'all, So Chill's name is spelled this way. I want to make sure that y'all find him on the internet streets, okay? And so you can find his music on all the streaming platforms. It is spelled S-E-A-U-X, because he's cool like that. And then uh, Chill, like okay? He's cool like that. So it's So Chill. You know, he got to do a funky type of, you know, spelling. So I don't want y'all typing in S-O. It's not that you're not going to find him. A-U-X chill and that's how you're going to find all of his music follow him uh, on the internet streets and yeah social tell us tell our listeners what you're working on how they can follow your 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 work and and um, yeah just everything you're doing how they can follow you talk to us talk to yeah us. definitely find me on IG and Twitter at so chill um, I also have a Facebook page and a website www.social.com mm -hmm. um, and I'm on all the streaming things and what I have coming up is man yeah I'm working on a song to be put out this summer and so I'm going to be yeah. releasing a new song Yay. yeah here soon I'm excited about that um, and also working on this truth table theme song what? I'm trying to do that what? Um, <laughs> yes so I say like those are the next two music things that you know you can see coming from me. Um, and just doing videos, like I'm, I'm trying to document these two, these two week residencies. And so the YouTube oh, good. will be hit with, um, you know, little documentations as well as music videos. So that's what's in the works. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. I was so glad. 
so glad you're at this table, babe. So Freedom mm-hmm. Avenue, or no, Freedom Ave, sorry. I'm so Freedom, Freedom Ave, Ave yeah. dropped in 2017. His newest single came out in 2018 on a roll, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yep. go stream it. Give the brother the streams. Go buy it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, support good music, y'all. Support good music. Yes. I mean, I appreciate y'all. Really? Yeah. We appreciate <laughs> you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, thank you for sitting at the table with us. So chill. We appreciate yes. you. Um, and of course, we want to thank our listeners also uh, for sitting at the table with us. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about So Chill's brilliance um, using the hashtag Truth's Table. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truth's Table or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on the Satchel Podcast Player. You can also book Truth's Table so we can bring the table to you uh, at www.truthstable.com. Uh, Truth Table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York, and we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all. <laughs>